0: Could your headaches be caused by this? How do you like your cantaloupe? And what do Bill Murray, P.F. Chengs and Buddhism all have in common? All that and more today on Starting Fires with Sam, Zach, and Helena. The hottest stories and the hottest takes Sam, Zach, and Helena starting the fire. Hello everybody and welcome to Starting Fires. Uh, the hottest stories and the hottest takes. I am Zach Colvette, the guy who owns more than one pair of shoes.
1: I'm Sam Ravner, the guy who cannot get an A on his nutrition quizzes.
2: Uh and I'm Helena, and I trimmed my nails about three days ago.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh does anybody have any revelations for today? Oh yes. So
1: I think in the spirit of Halloween, we must discuss Halloween. I okay. Mean, I think we should. So, when we were young, right, it was cool to dress up and go trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. And then there was an awkward phase, middle school, beginning of high school, where it's not cool anymore, like, no one does it. But then end of high school, beginning in college, it's super cool to dress up on <laughs> yeah. Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, And it just doesn't make sense to me. But, like, it kind of does at the same time. But, like, the older you, like, when you do it as an adult, like, you have to do it well like you have to dress up well and like it'd be cool or funny because if you do it in a lame way then it's just like people like view you as lame
0: yeah like, i think there's just, <laughs> there there is a like cycle to it like it, it mm. was cool as a kid was not cool in high school because if you knocked on the door and you were a high schooler people would be like oh ugh, ugh. Ew. <laughs> yeah. and great. then um but in college you could do it and nobody like everybody's like
1: yeah that's yeah. super
0: great and then if you do it outside of college though everybody's like oh uh, please stop yeah so but then
1: if you do it as a parent it's funny
0: yeah so it's just it's, it's cyclical it comes in season and with that i think we're gonna move into our first story of the day which i think helena you actually have right
2: i do have this story um catch this headline man sticks cannabis in his nose forgets about it for 18 years <laughs> uh basically what happened to this poor poor dumb old australian man is that he was like fuck i'm going to prison and i want to be able to have weed in prison obviously because that's just the kind of australian man that i am so he's like great i'm going to fill a small packet with pot and then snort it and then go into prison and then have pot in prison
1: so he did okay, that solid to me sounds good yeah
2: checks out makes a lot of sense to me you know great sequence of events he shows up in prison he's in prison hanging out he forgets that he put it up there then he's like out of prison he's like hanging out he's like great i'm out of prison there's nothing that i need to think about uh, that's like gone on or anything I'm so, glad the past
0: is behind me
2: like great i'm glad i'm out of prison and now i get to live you know this full life ahead of me and he's like shit why do I have this headache also why is my nose bleeding just randomly at random times so you go to like the doctor and the doctor would be like yeah your nose is fucked up take this antibiotic you'll be fine so he's like great and he did that and he still had headaches and he just kept going back to the doctor and being like what's the f- like what is happening what is happening what's yeah. going on and they were like um yeah we don't know and then a few months went by and he was like, just like, look at my brain or something. There's something going on. So they take all these pictures of them in like the fancy machines they have. And he, they're like, "Why is this shit shoved up your nose? He's like, what are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, there's like something stuck in your nose. And he was like, what? So they get their cameras out, just fucking look in there and see what's going on. And they're like, you have something shoved up your nose. So then they pull it out of his nose and they're like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh shit, yeah. Um, I did shove weed up my nose 18 years ago. <laughs> and it's like, how do, you, how do you forget about that? How do you have migraines and you go to the doctor and you're like, bro, I have migraines. Stick I, something in my nose and see what's going on in there.
0: I huh? don't how I don't know how he forgets about it. Let's address that question here in a second. My first question is though, how... He, he, how much weed could he fit up his nose? I feel like you either <laughs> have to have a big honking nose or find a way to compact a lot of weed into a very small amount to get it far enough in there where like it doesn't fall mm-hmm. out and yet you still like have weed that you can like smoke in, in the yeah. old cellar.
1: Could be a little bit of both you know big nose compacted weed yeah. nose, you know. Big nose little weed
2: Quantity over quality Nope opposite of
0: that Quality, quality over quantity, quantity. Yeah, that must must
1: have been some really good weed. Here's my question. No, actually, here's my thought. Mm. According to the office, Mm -hmm. this causes short-term memory loss. Okay. Maybe, as it was in his nose, he remembered and then constantly forgot every Mm. single time. Because, like... I don't know how you would forget about that. Like, as a normal
0: human being... Someone who's functioning correctly, who just happens to shove weed up their nose every now and then, maybe only once, it seems like that's like you should still be functioning enough to like remember, remember. that. Remember. But here's my you question: something going on. Yeah, you should still like some something up there should click. Here's my <laughs> question: if you have short-term memory loss, but like it's consistent short-term memory loss because the weeds up in your nose, does it become long-term memory loss? Mm. or how does that even work? Or would the weed not affect long-term memory, but would affect the things you just like, would you have to wait a couple days to remember what someone just said to you? I'm going to have to go
1: with my professional (laughs) background as a doctor that I don't have. (laughs) And I'm going to say I would deem it compounding short-term memory loss, which is not long-term memory loss, but rather it just is consistent short-term memory. So you can still remember stuff long time ago and still make new memories and remember them but sometimes when you think of something that's not concrete like you like it's just a thought in your head and you think about it and you forget it it's gone it's just gone yeah
0: okay see i'm like i thought that how that worked it might be like you you think of something and then you forget about it because short-term memory loss but then it pops up in long-term memory a couple days later and you remember it yeah but then you'd forget that you remembered it but then you'd forget that you're oh yeah what the fuck yeah, that's my thoughts wow. exactly, Helena.
2: <laughs> every word. My, my experience with short-term memory loss and also long-term memory loss is this book I read in like eighth grade called Before I Go to Sleep about this girl who wakes up every day and can't remember anything from the past like 15 years but her husband is there and her husband's like, we've been married. We had stuff going on and you have a job. And she's like, cool. And then she like reads her diary to be like, Oh, this is like, what's going on in my own head. Except it happens every single day. And then she starts to realize like something fishy is going on. And then she realizes that like her husband has been like cheating on her the whole time, but she's been cheating on him. It, it reminded me of if, gone girl also for some reason had memory loss in it and uh, interesting, my experience with uh, memory loss in that context is basically um sometimes you'd be forgetting things but um mostly it stays there for a little bit and then it's like gone unless mm-hmm. if you write it down so, so you have,
0: like, a great. window of time where, like, it's it's your work. You're, like, you've got it. You've, you're coherent about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then she if you lose it, you're, you're, the day you're until just gone. It's kind of like me- Memento. Yeah, Memento. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, back to this guy who shoved weed up his nose. I, I'm wondering, how, <laughs> did he get arrested for possession of weed? Because then, like, if he tried to shove it up his nose to hide it, that no, makes a lot more sense. Legal. What? I don't know if it's illegal in Australia. Is weed illegal in Australia?
2: Is weed illegal in Australia? Hmm.
0: Seems like it would be, but I don't know.
2: Is it cannabis in Australia? Tell me about it, Wikipedia. Um. Hmm. It seems like it is because.
1: Okay. okay. Oh. I mean, I think if you're actually a doctor you recreational.
2: Weed, wait. Recreational sorry, what, Helena? recreational use is currently illegal. Oh, okay. But it's estimated that. 750,000 Australians use cannabis every week. So I don't know how they're doing with that. Good law. What's the
1: uh, kangaroo population that's doing weed every week as well? Mm. Um,
2: all of them.
0: Mm. Mm. Say a prayer for Australia. Mm. Australia is scary. They got the weed kangaroos now. Yeah. That and also the, all the poisonous snakes and spiders. Oh, yeah. Out on top of that, weed kangaroos. And yeah. you're like, you you can forget about yeah,
1: it. But they do have Margot Robbie, so I mean, like,
0: she's Australian.
1: Yeah, hell yeah,
0: she is.
2: Oh, represent.
1: Yeah,
0: bet he's dead. All right. Anyway, represent the old outback. So, okay, this guy didn't get arrested for possession of weed, but he did get arrested for some other reason, and he just shoved it up there to hide it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really feel bad. I don't feel bad for him either. I think it's hilarious though. <laughs> it is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like weed has a distinct smell as well. So like would he just smell it all the time?
1: I don't maybe he just became desensitized.
2: <laughs> he actually can't smell anything.
1: It's like Sam. Sam can't smell anything yeah. either. My 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 nose don't work well. Uh-huh.
2: That's so dreamy.
0: <laughs> anyway, what a genius that guy is, that's for sure. <laughs> You can all learn from him if you think about it. Yeah. And if you really think about it, you'll realize that you can't learn anything from him. But if you think about it a little bit, you'll have a lot to learn from him. Do you want me to pull an English teacher real quick? Oh, do it. Okay. What
1: we can learn from this situation is that sometimes it's always important to remember the small things in
0: life because they can have a big effect in the long run. If you think about it, this entire thing is just an allegory. It is. It is. Just
2: as uh, C.S. Lewis would have wanted.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you, LA. All right. <laughs> and with that, I think that we've, I think we've sufficiently philosophized about this article. Let's move on to our next segment. Uh, what did Hosier like on Twitter? Helena, do you happen to have the, his Twitter likes pulled up currently I or should I pull those up? I have
2: some Hosier tweets that he has liked that are just right. really good for me. Um, this first one, says, all you need for a Winnie the Pooh costume is a red t-shirt and courage. Um, which I think is so fucking good. Someone replied,
1: <laughs> maybe bail money.
0: All you need for a Winnie the Pooh costume is a red shirt and some courage. Mm-hmm. I heard you correctly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you get it, Sarah? I, don't, I, I mean, I... Uh, <laughs> <he's>, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking. It's just like
0: he was just staring off in the distance and I was like is, is it going in there?
1: No. But like <laughs> but then you'd just be naked on the bottom. <laughs> That's eye. why you need the courage. <laughs> That's where the courage comes in. <laughs> but then, I, then I'm also thinking like man Winnie the Pooh was naked on TV. Mm. And a lot of animals are naked on TV. And, and I just feel like we don't really talk about it a lot. Yeah we don't.
2: The one thing when they're not naked is the greatest film of all time is Utopia.
0: Oh, Shakira. You know? Shakira is queen. Uh-huh. Her hips don't lie and also when she's an animal, the animal wears clothes. So, mm-hmm. thank you Shakira.
2: Thank you Shakira.
0: Thank you Shakira.
2: Um, let's see. This one has a kind of a video element to it. Have you guys seen the video of Paul Rudd from um that Hot Ones show? Oh,
0: hello, with the Yes. Oh, yeah, where he dabs.
1: No, no. I think it's the one no, that... no, no, no.
2: What are you, making, you
1: talking about? He Wait, make is it? it look like here. He's making it look like what? That's not
2: what I'm talking about either. It's a meme. It's a joke where he um, is putting hot sauce on some wings and he looks up and he goes, look at us. Who would have thought? And the other guy oh, goes,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he goes, really like
2: that's really good. Um, Hozier liked the tweet that had that video with the caption, water greeting my organs. <laughs> which is really, really good and very, very funny.
0: Water greeting my organs. Mm Aw. That's a really happy thing to think about if you think about it. (laughs) Thank you, Hozier, for making us think about that by slapping your own like on it. Um,
2: I got one last tweet, which is not a joke, but is, like, my favorite poem. And the fact that Hozier was like, drop a like on this one meant uh, just a lot of good things. Um... The poem is called The Orange by Wendy Cope. And there's like all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. The last part of the poem is the best part of the poem. When she says, the rest of the day was quite easy. I did all the jobs on my list and enjoyed them and had some time over. I love you. I'm glad I exist. And I was like, damn, Hozier.
0: Thank you. You know, I, I saw that actually on Twitter and I was like, oh, I'm also going to slap a like on that because I like it.
1: And you know, Throw I don't
0: that- even much to make fun of with it. It's just a very, it's an objectively good piece of poetry.
2: It's a good piece of poetry. And I think about it a lot. And here's the secret. If you go find the tweet that Zach liked, you can scroll through and find his secret Twitter account that no one follows.
0: Uh-oh. Don't do it, everybody. Uh-uh. Don't do it. I have a secret Twitter account and you're not invited. No one follows me yet. And I want to keep it that way. I'm not going to put it on private. It's still a public account you can't find it you're not allowed to look for it <laughs> but yes very good piece of poetry i love you i'm glad i exist mm-hmm. mm. so that's what hojer has been up to is just giving us Hozier. giving us all the all the emotions speaking of Hojer, what
2: um i am going to see Hojer in concert
0: that's right in on november.
2: the 6th of november Jeez,
0: that's in five days. Yep. And uh Hozier was in Phoenix this uh, Tuesday and I wanted to go see him, but uh I did not, unfortunately.
2: Devastating. Mm -hmm. But I will be at the concert screaming, Hey Hozier, tell me about those Twitter likes.
0: Thank you. Please do. We should we should add him on Twitter. That way he figures us out. Well not figures us out, because no one can figure us out, but finds us. It just all enigmas. But we do want him to find our enigma. Uh Uh-huh. Indeed. Thank you, Hozier, for giving us all the uh, range of emotions with your Twitter likes. And with that, I think we're going to move on to a next segment that I'm going to call Mad Lib Headline. Uh, This is one that I hope goes well. If you're hearing it, it means that it went well, because it means that I did not take it out of the final uh, bit of the podcast. Uh, Basically, what happens is I found an article online with a headline, as articles have most of the time. And I removed different words from the headline. Uh, And I'm going to pick Sam to hell in his brain for your, to fill in the blanks of these uh, headlines. So I'm gonna ask them for like verbs and various nouns and such like that. And hopefully we'll get something funny at the end of it. Uh, All right, let's start this. Helena, I'd like a past tense verb.
2: Okay, um, I'm gonna go with the swam. Mm,
0: Swam. All right, Sam, I need a verb ending in ing. Gyrating. Gyrating. I love it. Uh, All right, Helena. I need a food. Salsa. Mm, Okay. Mm. Quick one for you. All right, Sam. I need another food. Mm, Fried cantaloupe. Fried cantaloupe. Fried cantaloupe. What? I don't have time to unpack all of that right now, but we're gonna do it later. (laughs) Um. Uh. We need Helena another verb.
2: Another verb. What kind of verb are we looking for?
0: Just a present one.
2: Just a present tense, regular old verb. Uh, I'm going to say stare.
0: Stare. Mm. Okay, thank you. Uh, we need an adjective, Sam. Mm. Scrumptious. Scrumptious. That's a good one. I don't know how to spell it, but we're going to do our best. I think that's what it is. We'll see. Um all right, Helena, verb.
2: Verb? Oh, I keep getting verbs. Um, you, sorry. I do. I go with um, start.
0: S- start. We uh, have it- Okay. Um, <clears throat> cool. All right, uh, Sam, an adjective. No, oh, actually, Helena, you want an adjective because the next one's a verb and I don't want to give you all verbs. Helena, adjective.
2: I'm going to go with, oh, I've been waiting for this my whole life. I can't think of a single thing to describe another thing. Um, I'm going to say sweet.
0: Sweet. Uh, Sam, Mm. verb ending in I-N-G. Mm. Twisting. Twisting. All right. And uh, with that, we have our headline. Are you ready? Yes. Boy who swam viral for gyrating school photo in salsa suit gets visit from fried cantaloupe mobile. (laughs) (laughs) About a boy who just was swimming virally gyrating for school photos in a salsa suit got visited by the old fried cantaloupe mobile as you do. (laughs) Uh, This is a quote from the article. When we oops hey we need another verb. No it's uh, mm -mm. another verb. Wipe. When we wiped, when we wiped Jake's school photo, we knew we had to stare something to reward him for the most scrumptious school ID we'd ever started. It's been sweet. He's been twisting the whole thing. He's been twisting the whole thing.
1: You know what, make
0: that makes it makes zero sense. It's batshit crazy. Oh, like <laughs> your sister, just like your sister.
2: hmm It happens, doesn't
0: it? It it does happen. Uh, the original article was about a boy who got um, he dressed up in a uh, hot dog costume for his school ID photo and got visited by the Wienermobile. That's sick. So yeah, <clears throat> I wish yeah. Could do that. way to go, Jake. Uh, and in our version of your story, you dressed up in a salsa suit and got a visit from a fried cantaloupe mobile, which is much better. So yes, yeah. uh, arguably, definitely, not even arguably definitely battered. When I think of two foods that go together, it's salsa and fried cantaloupe. Salsa and fried cantaloupe. Because the cantaloupe is a little bit crisp. Is is the cantaloupe battered? Like is it like a chicken tender that has like battered fried stuff around it or is it just like um like a fried egg cantaloupe?
1: Um you know, I think it depends on who prepares it. Okay. In the version that I was thinking of, I was thinking of like a
0: battered Okay. Fried That's what cantaloupe. I was thinking. I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. So you got visited by a battered fried cantaloupe. He thought it was a chicken wing, but no, it was yeah. a cantaloupe. Little did he know when he bit into that cantaloupe. Yeah, indistinguishable. Yeah, you know, and his salsa suit, because he was still somehow wearing a salsa suit. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how that, the mechanics of that one would work, but he was doing it a <clears throat> All right. And with that, we're going to move on to our uh, next story. <clears throat> I'm going to cough before I do it, though. Uh, this is a, a story that I found uh, as I was perusing. The various stories that we have as you do do. do. Uh, what I also need to know is how I want to okay the the, there are a bunch of ads on this and I don't like it (laughs) anyhow uh, this is the headline Bill Murray applied for a job at PF Chang's in the Atlanta airport and this is not a Mad Lib headline this is a real one that actually happened
2: the fuck
0: I know you think that like someone just took a bunch of nouns and adjectives and slaps it together into a headline, but Bill Murray, the actor actually applied for a job at PF Chang's in the Atlanta airport. Um, And don't worry, this will end in a discussion on Buddhism. Okay. So. Thank you. Yes. Uh, He talked about it on a podcast that he was doing with Amy Schumer. uh, And she asked him about a job that he wanted to do outside of acting. And he said, I did fill out an application at the P.F. Chang's the Atlanta Airport because I think that's one of the great places. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the seven wonders of the world. There's the pyramids, the Great Wall of China, and then P.F. Chang's the Atlanta Airport. Yeah, just an airport. A is a big airport. Big energy. Mm. It's a big time airport. You know, a lot of people. Sorry, what did you say, Helena?
2: You know, like time doesn't exist in airports, so maybe he's no, trying to like get some fun energy going on.
0: Yeah, that's why he said it's one of the great places. It's like one of the seven wonders of the world, but better. But- uh, <laughs> over Twitter, formally invited him to join. They said, Bill, you're hired. When can you start? Uh, which, I don't know. I feel like they'd need to interview him or something. Yeah, I feel like this is your classic <laughs> case. Of, like, celebrity <laughs> Yeah. It's like when uh,
1: all the celebrities get into Ivy League schools. You know, because of their name? Because of their
0: parents' eating, Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just like, come on. Like, can Bill Murray really be an effective worker at PF
0: Chang's? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, yeah. Come on. They, they, have they drug tested him? Probably not. He definitely does drugs. He definitely does drugs. You know when you're that
1: old and that rich when you don't do drugs.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. And anyway, he talks about how he applied for this job at PF Chang's because it's one of the great places again. Um, and he also talks about how. Like, he, well, he also revealed his love for Family Feud, the show. Like, he apparently likes Family Feud a lot. This is a quote of his. Steve Harvey? This is a, uh, yes. This is a quote of his. I'm going to give you my little secret. I record it. I can come home and I have recorded 61 episodes of Family Feud because it's on all day long. It It is.
2: World.
0: That is exactly 60 more episodes of family feud than anybody needs to have on their tv recorded why did you
1: need to record it like it is on all the time yeah you just watch it live it's not like it, there's like it's a plot to follow just like, out. please fast forward there's to the commercials.
2: family feud which i think is the biggest downside if you put some plot elements into family feud it would be much more appealing
0: yeah right because now you can just turn it on at any time and leave at any time. There's no commitment mm-hmm. for Family Feud. You just turn on the TV, Family Feuds on, you leave 10 minutes later, and you come back, and the same stuff's still going on. It Doesn't matter. They're still really bad at guessing the words, and there's something sexual about it always. Constantly. Constantly. I think
1: like the team should have to have like little challenges. Like if you mess up, then like the team has to like sacrifice one of its players. <laughs> and then like you become attached to one of them and like you're yeah. really upset when you see one of them yeah. leave.
0: That way it's like it's like
1: survivor yeah but like real well i can't really <clears throat> combine survivor and family feud okay we need to we need to text uh not text we need to email or send a formal letter to uh to
0: universal
2: of course i'm on it right now
0: do you hear my keyboard clacking it's because i'm emailing them right now okay uh the point is bill murray really likes freakishly likes family feud Uh, But we're not done with this conversation yet, because after I looked at this article, I saw that there was a link to another article that was titled His Holiness, the Bill Murray. And I was like, I, of course, have to click on that one. And I got to this article that was basically comparing Bill Murray to the Dalai Lama. Mm.
1: Good,
0: Bill Murray to the Dalai Lama. And um, it has a. Uh, there's this quote in here, and I'd like you all to hear it. Quote, if you were reincarnated and had to be reborn into the mortality, the Dalai Lama would probably be the most desired embodiment to be reborn in. Said improv coach and legend Del Close. I'd imagine that coming back as Bill Murray would be second. Maybe they first. got improv Go coaches hmm. to talk about Buddhism on this article that was published by someone. Hmm. Can you get the great on those improv coaches, though? Uh, I have yeah. not googled Del Close, but I will do it now. Like,
1: what's his relationship with Buddhism?
0: Del Close is um uh was an American actor, writer, and teacher. He died in 1999. So wait, this article came out in
2: 2018. What the they they wait,
0: we his we, ghost. Dude, maybe Bill Close came back as himself. Del Close was reincarnated as Del Close, <laughs> and, and did <laughs> one interview. He was back for one interview only with CNN about how Bill Murray is the Dalai Lama. Guys, I really you know,
1: need like to, know this really one. Want to come back to the Dalai Lama.
0: What? And
1: like, I feel like he was in one of those classic situations where you have three doors, okay? Mm. Dalai Lama, Bill Murray, and himself, mm-hmm. okay? And so he got, he chose door number one, and the Dalai Lama was in door number one, okay? So that means he has two doors left himself and bill murray mm. he's like okay bill murray is a close second like that's cool with me you know like it's like a game show in heaven this is what i assume <laughs> um and he completely f- forgot that if you change the door you choose after you miss the first one you have the f- a 50 percent chance in uh which is contrasted to your 33 percent chance on your original choice you understand what i'm saying
0: i'm a little lost but
1: i know it makes sense <laughs> to you and that's all i got right well, it's, it's just classic statistics. Okay? okay, A little bit of game theory. All right. So he didn't change his door. He kept with his original door, which was himself, <laughs> obviously. Oh and had he changed his door, he would have had Bill Murray. And now he's pissed, and he's himself once more.
2: Mm. Yeah, foolish.
0: Foolish, foolish. Uh, this oh article... The, but, okay, wait, wait. This article includes a quote from Dull Clothes. Not Clothes, Clothes. Who was reincarnated in t- 2018 to have this interview? Mm. So that means that he knows some things about being reincarnated. And he said that Bill Murray is the second to the Dalai Lama. Oh, I get where and you're Bill going. Murray, Bill Murray thinks one of the great places is P.F. Chang's. Helen, are you still here? Yes, sir. Good, good. So, by the transitive property, okay P.F. Chang's is a place to go to learn about Buddhism. I'm with you 100% on that one. Okay. glad we're, mm-hmm. We I don't think there's anything else to even talk about with that one. You want to go to
1: PFJs for lunch? Yeah.
0: Okay. This article also talked about how Bill Murray lives life freely by photobombing a bunch of people and shaking them from their, quote, torpor. Mm. And I did look up what torpor meant, and it meant, like, monotony. So Bill Murray is the Dalai Lama because he photobombs people to, sh- to wake them up out of their dream.
2: Ah, yeah.
0: really deep. This this article got really deep, unless it started by Bill Murray applying at P.F. Chang's for a job, and now we're here questioning reality as we know it, which is what we like to do here on Starting Fires. Hell I mean,
1: of course, reality is a lie.
0: Well, I mean,
1: but if you choose to believe that it is a lie, then it is the truth. Uh,
0: okay, that was <laughs> too much for me. That was too much for me um anyway i would there's clearly so much to talk about here we could probably make our own podcast series just off of this this content right here because i don't think it's going to run out anytime soon Mm -hmm, but for now i'd like to leave everybody with how this article ended and ended like this and i quote bill murray is an icon wake up to what's going on around you change your ways before it's too late Find clarity in the mountains and bring it back to the village. Help others follow your example.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Find clarity in the mountains and bring it back to the village. We gotta go hiking this weekend. Find clarity in the mountains and bring it back to the village. This is starter, this is Bill Murray we're talking about. And this guy just said find clarity in the mountains and bring it back to the village. Which I'm assuming means like photobomb a lot. mm mm-hmm. That or and to apply to Pia Hik- Changs. Or go hiking. Oh, physically mountain. Yeah, go to a physical mountain,
1: mm. find clarity. Mm-hmm. You know, clarity, of course. Yeah, we're friends. Of course. Yeah, find yeah. Yeah. And bring her back to the village because we've been looking her for her for weeks. She's Where's missing. She She's missing. The girl. Beautiful. So, yes.
0: Thank you, Bill Murray, for being the Buddha. And thank you, Hozier, for giving us the range of emotions. And thank you, Guy Who Shoved Weed Up His Nose, for giving us. A feeling that we're at least not in that place.
2: Mm -hmm. giving us a
0: little bit of a life, yeah. Really, we just talked about a bunch of spiritual icons in this podcast, if you think about it.
2: (laughs) That's it. That's mostly what it is. All
0: right. Uh, With that, I think we should move into our uh, last segment for the day. What did you... Okay. Background on this. The goal of the Starting Fires podcast, the... Our, the reason we are created, the reason we're here on planet Earth, and the reason that we exist, is to get a sponsorship by Hostess. Precisely. Hostess, the the brand that makes all the foods that are so bad for you to eat but are so good at the same time, you know the one. We're talking about Hostess. That's yeah. the, that is the story arc of the Starting Fires podcast. I'm assuming there's going to be, like, a rising action, a climax, some sort of, like... Uh, weird mentor thing, like an approach to the innermost cave or whatever. It's going to be a hero's journey. Don't worry about it. But we're going to get to the place where we're sponsored by Hostess Cupcakes. And, and, and we'll do anything it takes. But for now, we can only think about this in hypotheticals. So this segment is called What Would We Do If We Had the Money from a Hostess Sponsorship? And I think the title is pretty self-explanatory, but I'm, I'm going to explain it anyway, just for those of you who need it. Um, Basically, we're going to say, if I had a bunch of money from Hostess Cupcakes, because, Mm -hmm. of course, we're going to it one day. And hopefully
1: apparel, too. And
0: hopefully apparel. Here's what I would do with all the money that I got. Some ideas that we've had in the past are taking over the entire United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. buying a yacht, etc., etc. But for today, I'm curious, Sam, what are you thinking you want to do with the Hostess money that you would get from Hostess? Well, I've been giving this a lot of thought. Okay. As you know, we do own one of the greatest treasures in life, which is
1: an inflatable couch. Ours is named Miss Patricia. We are part owners and yes. uh, part caregivers, yes. really. Um, so there's not much more to buy once you've reached the economic uh, stance that we have. Where you have an inflatable couch. Where you have an inflatable it's couch. like Nirvana for consumerism.
0: Yeah,
1: it, I believe Karl Marx said it best when he said the inflatable couch is the end goal of capitalism.
0: Mm. That's a quote.
1: That's, That's a great quote.
0: Said. Yes.
1: Yes. <clears throat> yes. So, knowing this, anything I can buy can only bring me somewhat close to the happiness that the couch brought me. But, as discussed uh, per in the week with Zach, I'm very interested in buying a blow dart gun. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I want to get one of those. I want to set up a bunch of cardboard targets in our dorm room and I just want to spend a couple hours in here just hitting those targets with my blow my blowgun. Mm. That's what I want.
0: That's beautiful. Helena, what do you want if you had all the money you could have from Hostess? If you squeezed every penny they have out of the advertisements that we are going to do for them.
2: Of course, yes. Um, my answer is a little bit spicy. Anybody seen the animated children's film Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs starring Bill <laughs>
0: Of course. Uh, and I like where this is going. I like where it's
2: going, too. Great. Okay. So, you know the machine that he makes in there that's, like, I'm going to be able to turn food into whatever food you want it to be turned into. And then everything is, like, taking over by, like, fun, like, giant pancakes. And, like, meatballs are falling from the sky. Like, that kind of energy. Like, that energy. I want to use that. And I want to do kind of, like, an opposite kind of thing. I want to be able to just, like, throw some food in there. Be like, here's some grains of rice. And I want the weather to be exactly like what I want it to be like. Because today, um, the high was 30 degrees.
1: Ooh, that's and cool.
2: um, I said, hey, knock, 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 weather god, whichever one you are. I'm cold. Can it please be warm? And it turns out that doesn't really work that well. So if I could get the Cloudy the Chance of E-Ball's machine... And be able to just like throw whatever I want in there and then get the weather to be good, like that would be primo. So like, hostess, you got engineers. You invented Twinkies. Like I'm sure you can invent a Cloudy with a chance of meatballs machine, but it makes the weather whatever I want it to be.
0: Yes. Helena, that was beautiful. I have I have
1: something to add. Something yeah. that I just to discuss because it just came to me. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs technically could serve as the answer to all of the problems that the world has okay yes we're gonna run out of food eventually it's gonna happen at mm-hmm. some point in time we're gonna have too many people okay and the only way to stop this from happening is increasing technology okay sure. I think the end game of technology would be cloudy with a chance of meatballs we'd
0: always have enough food for everyone
2: mm. i love that
0: Wow. I always have enough food for everybody and we wouldn't have to worry about natural disasters because we would control, control the weather. The weather. <clears throat> yeah. Suck that, Thomas Malthus. Yeah. Come on, Thomas Malthus. That's
2: exactly who I was just fucking thinking about.
0: Thomas
1: Malthus clearly ind- had not spewed it. Yeah. What a fucking idiot, dude. He, <laughs> thought, he thought we were going to die in like the 1700s. Yeah. It's like Thomas. To, Tommy Thomas. boy.
0: Tommy boy. Thomas. Just watch Crowdy with a chance of meatballs and it'll all be okay. It's like he wasn't even thinking. <laughs> he wasn't thinking. That, that is beautiful. Um, I think, me personally, what I would do if I had hosted sponsorship is I would, well, okay, I was thinking about something, but I think that that thing that I was thinking about is now uh, irrelevant. Okay. I think that based off of today's discussion, it's in my best interest to buy the PF Chang's franchise. Okay. Yes. That way I can start looking for the, the things that Bill Murray knows. Mm. Um, and that way, you know, if you guys have the product of Chance of Meatballs machine so you can end world hunger and natural disasters. Right. If Sam has his blow dart gun, and if I have the P.F. Changs franchise that will give us the answers to all the spiritual realm, then we... Have you seen Harry Potter? You know how like there's the... uh, deathly hallows yeah this is the deathly hallows of starting fires podcast okay you know there's the invisibility cloak is the the invisibility cloak is basically like the pf changs okay the death stone the death stone is basically like your blow dart yeah and then the the elder Wand. the elder wand is is um is the uh the thing the cloud with the chance of meatballs machine so we've just created our own deathly hallows oh my god we did and i think that if we can have all three of these things we'd be immortal Yep, Voldemort. See you later. You're irrelevant now. If you could see podcast listeners, I'm waving right now. He is. He is waving.
1: I was waving. Very condescending. Mm -hmm. I was. I felt bad just for Voldemort right now. Yeah, him wave.
0: All right, and I think that with that, I think that wraps up this episode of the podcast very, very nicely. Mm -hmm. I would just have to say to our listeners, find clarity in the mountains and bring it back to the village help yes. others to follow your example and be looking out for when they take over the world.
2: That's so beautiful.
0: Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of starting fires. with Sam, Zach and Helena. Uh, I'm super excited about this. We just created a Twitter. Uh, you can find us there at fires podcast. Uh, we also have an email. Now you can email us at starting fires, at gmail.com. We also have a website startingfirespodcast.wordpress.com. So that's our contact information. I'll say it again, at firespodcast for Twitter, startingfirescast@gmail.com at gmail.com for email, and startingfirespodcast.wordpress.com for our website. You can check out the things we have there. Uh, I have the recipe for a tuna melt on our Twitter right now, so go find that. Uh, anyway, thanks.